What's up, y'all? It's Speed Dangerous back again with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. It's been a little bit since I did a show. Really haven't been feeling like talking and feeling like myself, so kind of took a little bit of a hiatus. But I see them lessons on my last show have been running up, so I thank y'all for that. This episode is going to be <clears throat> a little bit different. This is pretty much going to be a wrestling podcast because a lot of shit has happened in wrestling itself for the last shit the last two fucking weeks so we're just gonna get right into it aew's last pay-per-view people are saying that this pay-per-view pretty much rivaled wrestlemania 17 and 16 and we all know if you're a wrestling fan you know how legendary those wrestlemanias alone were so for them to say that about this is nothing short of incredible because they have been doing what they wait let me say this AEW is doing what WWE thinks they've been doing for the last 20 fucking years and they brought back they're bringing back talent that that's been in WWE you know what I'm saying because people are expecting the fiend to come over since WWE let him go for some dumbass dumbass unknown reason and they brought back Daniel Bryan when Daniel Bryan came out through that through that fucking AEW set, the crowd exploded. Like shit like this is makes makes you see why you were a wrestling fan in the first place. Especially if you were a big Daniel Bryan fan. I myself never really got into Daniel Bryan, you know what I'm saying, but the fans love him, you know what I'm saying? The guy is revered to a certain extent. But <sighs> it was definitely good to see him out there because he was one of those guys that was definitely talented, and people wanted to see flourish in the WWE. But, of course, as we know, WWE and their politics are keeping certain people at the top for X amount of time and not really giving new talent to shine is why they decided to be like, okay, you know what, fuck them. I'm going to take my ass over to another federation. Which really has not been the story for years. Because there have been... Actually, I can't even say that. Like Since Impact came along... There will be times where WWE guys would go over to Impact because that would be, literally be the only game in town. Or they would go to another federation like New Japan Pro Wrestling or Ring of Honor. You know what I'm saying? So they always had the option to go to smaller but still very prominent pr- promotions in other countries and stuff. So to see AEW come up from where it used to be, like an up-and-coming fucking promotion, it's to the point where... They're damn near staring WWE in the face. And at this point, they're going to fucking surpass them. Now, WWE. The only reason that I still tune in from time to time is for certain people. And that's Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, The Usos, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, and maybe a select few of other people that I've seen really flourishing over in the WWE. But the storytelling, the matches, literally everything over there is just bland. Like, they have pretty much reverted all the way back to 1995 WWE. And this is when the steroid scandal was still going on. So their eye was off the ball. And WCW just came in, swooped in, swooped in, and pretty much won the ratings war. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, pretty much your back is against the wall. So after everybody seeing the AEW pay-per-view, Vince had called an emergency fucking meeting at WWE headquarters. Because he sees, like, listen, 
when you're up up top for so long, the only option that you have available is to create competition within yourself because for years, WWE was the only game in town. Because after WCW, after he bought WCW, the landscape of the wrestling world changed. So if you wanted to be a professional wrestler, you either, you had to go to WWE. You either, you went through the uh, developmental center or whatever they had, and then they worked you up the ranks in WWE. But now that they have another competition to go to, which hasn't been done since the WCW days, it's like, okay, if I'm not being treated right over there, I'm going to go to this promotion. And pretty much, this is what, pretty much the same shit that WCW did is what AEW is doing right now. They're taking the former talent that you mistreated for fucking years. You fired them because of some dumbass reason. Okay, bet. I'm going to go over to AEW. And pretty much... AEW is what WWE was in the midst of WCW's decline. And if you guys know anything about WCW's decline, you can go look that up online. I'm sure I know there's plenty of videos about that. But it's pretty much crazy at this point because, Vince, you honestly cannot be this fucking senile to see what the hell is going on. You let perfectly good talent go. But you give old-timers like John Cena and Goldberg the chances to come back and wrestle again. Like, what kind of sense does that make? Like, the same mistakes that you're making are the same mistakes WCW make. I'm, I'm going I'm to keep making this reference because that's exactly what the fuck is going on. WCW would not give certain people a chance to really shine. Like, guys like Eddie Guerrero, Chris Jericho, Rey Mysterio, Dean Malenko... Uh, Perry Saturn, like those guys were like the backbone of that company because they gave great matches, but they never really gave them a chance to really flourish and have storylines within the company. And that's exactly what's going on with WWE right now. Pretty much the guys that are the backbone of your company are going to end up leaving your asses because you decided to, to screw them and bury your, and try to bury their careers. And the fans have been telling WWE shit for years. So this is it's not like this is nothing new. Like, the fans have been telling you guys, the product is trash. Like, we love you to death. Like, WWE will eternally have a place in wrestling fans' hearts because more, more than more than likely, that's where you started. Because I know that's where I started. Even before I knew anything about WCW, WWF was the first place that I watched wrestling on a weekly fucking basis. That's where I developed my love for wrestling. So I will never, ever, ever... Take anything away from WWE in that aspect. But when you constantly keep doing dumb shit like this, and then when you see another promotion doing what you thought you were doing for years, only bigger, you fucking panic. And you have to call emergency meetings to say, what, what can we do to fix this? When you should have been fucking fixing it in the first damn place. Like, this shit, it's frustrating to a degree. Because at this point, in my wrestling life, so to speak, I expect more fuckery from WWE than I expect shit that's unexpected from when I from, from when I was growing up. Because I used to watch Raw and SmackDown, well, mostly SmackDown, every fucking week. Because I knew every single week I was going to get my entire life. I knew I was going to get a surprise match. You had things you didn't know you wanted in matches. You had great commentary, great storylines. You had the funny shit. Like, everything you could possibly want in a wrestling, in a wrestling show. You got that every single week in SmackDown. Now, I wasn't a kid that had cable all the time, so if I didn't see Raw one week, okay, that's fine. I can watch SmackDown. I can get my shit there. 
But when I was able to watch episodes of Raw from like the Attitude Era period, it was a must watch because I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. Now, I can go without I can go months and months and months without watching the without watching the Raw or SmackDown. Ooh, excuse me. And that's fucking sad for a diehard wrestling fan like me. Because I used to, like I said, I knew all the wrestlers back in the day because I used to watch SmackDown every fucking week. Now, the newbies and stuff like that, the guys that people are, like, cheering for, I'm like, who the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? I'm confused because I'm like, I have not watched Raw or SmackDown in weeks. So, it's depressing to really watch WWE because I'm like, I have my old faithfuls that I like to watch. I like Randy Orton. I like fine-ass Roman Reigns. John Cena. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are my old faithfuls. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know those guys are going to come out and give you all types of entertainment and great matches along the fucking way. But if you keep staying stagnant for so long and nothing is really changing, but another promotion is coming out and taking your and taking the fan base that you're you desperately want, like, especially now that CM Punk is over there, like, listen, it's not a secret that CM Punk and fucking WWE had issues. So Punk took off seven years. So now that he's in AEW. That should have been the panic point. It shouldn't have took Daniel. It shouldn't. It shouldn't have took for Daniel Bryan to come over to AEW for y'all to call an emergency meeting. Like y'all should have been had this damn meeting. And another thing. Another fucking thing. My cousin just sent me a post about Triple H having like a cardiac, not not cardiac arrest. He had like a cardiac issue or something. Wait, let me see. Yep, I was right. A cardiac event. So he pretty much had a successful procedure. And I'm just thinking, like, how the hell can Triple H of all people have any sort of heart defects or anything? So maybe it was something that he dealt with as a, as a child. You know what I'm saying? And like, it really didn't affect him because he was always so active and so jacked. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just kind of makes me worry a little bit for Triple H. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't have to like the guy. I have my person. I have my own personal gripe with Hunter for how he did China, but I'll do that episode another day. But overall, as a wrestler, like you got to have some sort of soft spot for Triple H. If you grew up in the '90s, 2000s, and stuff, not the COO Triple H. I'm talking about the fucking game cerebral assassin Triple H. Like that's the guy that you love to hate every fucking week. So I definitely send my heartfelt prayers out to him. And yeah, this is actually my first quote-unquote wrestling podcast. And honestly, like, I'm just going off of my pure wrestling knowledge. Like, shit that I grew up on, that stuck with me. And, like, me learning wrestling wasn't really that hard, honestly, because I watch a lot of sports documentaries. And I own a lot of sports documentaries, so a lot of what I watch sticks with me. And when I do a show like this, I'm able to go off that knowledge alone and then build the episode off of, off of, that, off of that by itself. So, a little bit different episode, but like I said... I like to keep things fresh and new for you guys. And I know it was one more thing I wanted to talk about. Damn. Ugh, forgive me, you guys. My brain is fucking mush for real, for real. Hold on. Let me look. Oh. And the wrestler Daphne passed away. Apparently she committed suicide. 
And if you guys don't know who Daphne is, she was actually one of the wrestlers around as a manager for, oh my god, what was that dude's name? Vampiro. She used to come out with Vampiro every week. And before I even knew anything about his matches, I remember her because she was always the crazy gothic girl that used to scream during his matches. And she, he, I think she was only 46, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, it's, just, it's always a shame when a wrestler dies young because I, my heart was broken when China passed away. If anybody who really knows me knows that she was like superwoman to me growing up. So China was absolutely one of my favorites and it broke my heart that she passed. And Daphne, it hurts no less. Like, so rest in peace to Daphne. And that's not what I really wanted to talk about, but hold on. Oh yeah, Awesome Kong retired from is retired from wrestling. Now she was a wrestler that was very very underrated. She was actually one of the reasons why I used to watch the Impact ladies, the lady wrestlers over in over in um TNA because she was one of the few black wrestlers they let flourish over there, and she tried to come over to WWE and have an impact, and she did. She did have a very big impact in the Royal Rumble one year. But I was just upset that she didn't really get the chance to completely shine the way that I would have wanted her to. You know what I'm saying? Because she had the potential to be one of the top the top divas, so to speak, in WWE. But then she ended up getting pregnant soon after her debut. And that just kind of derailed a lot of different things, you know. But she was definitely fun to watch in the ring, so. Awesome Kong, please enjoy your retirement because you definitely deserve it. And one thing that I would like to see is more revered black wrestlers. Because we already know the politics behind black wrestlers in that industry alone. But if any, if I see any good black wrestler doing their thing, because like I said, Booker T, he was the first guy that I watched in, in wrestling in general to hold the world title. Not even Ron Simmons, even though he was the first black champion. The first wrestler that I remember going further than mid-card was Booker T. And I will always have love for him for that. So to see other black wrestlers thriving and doing their thing, like, that always hits a soft spot in me. Especially now they gave finally gave Bobby Lashley the push that he should have gotten in the first place. Like, that, that like, listen, that Vince-made ECW championship didn't do shit for me. So he deserved a lot more than what he got then. So I'm glad they're actually giving him a push now. But we all know politics... And black wrestlers with black wrestlers. We already know what that's about. So there's no need to even get into that. And yeah, this is officially across the 15-minute mark. And if you tuned into this point, you definitely a real one. So I thank you guys for your support. I thank you for listening to my fucked up voice. Going in and out the whole damn time. And I will talk to you guys soon. Be dangerous out.